0: Welcome back to the History of Video Games. My name is Ben, and I'm here with the one and only Wes. How are you doing today, Wes? I am doing pretty great, and we've got a
1: special episode today for all of you. Oh, yeah. It is the new year, as in actually a little sneak behind the scenes. It's literally New Year's Day that we're recording this. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And we thought now would be a great time for a little special episode where we do our normal thing, talk about what we've been playing recently, but then we get into our favorite games of the year. Uh, We're going to be mainly going off of the Steam year in review that they send you because most of the stuff Ben and I play is on Steam. And just like, you know, Spotify wrapped, it's a fun way to look at some uh, different breakdowns and categories of all the info of stuff that you've played. But before we get into that, why don't we talk about what we've been playing recently while we've had some time over the holidays? Yep. What do you got, Ben? What have you been playing?
0: Well, we actually had a bunch of extra time because I got COVID right before the holidays. Right. Yeah. I have to tell you, when I had COVID, I couldn't leave the apartment and I pretty much just watched movies and played video games all day. That's all I did.
1: (laughs) So after you're feeling better, I mean, it sounds like a dream.
0: (laughs) I know. I know. But my backlog has grown substantially. Okay. I'll say that. So um, I have lots of games to talk about. The, I don't think I'm going to go in order today. There's one game in particular I really want to get your opinion on, West, and I have mm-hmm. a lot of things to say about it. <laughs> First of all, the game is Destiny 2, and I don't even know how this was in my Steam library because it was marked as an unplayed game, so I had never launched it, and it's free to play. Right. So why is it in my Steam library? <laughs> how did it get there? <laughs> did they just put it in there? I don't know. <laughs>
1: I don't think, yeah, but who
0: knows. <laughs> but it was there, and so it was part of my unplayed games list, and so I checked out Destiny Two. I've never played it before. I know a little bit about it, but you know, I, I went in with a pretty open mind. I'm not a Destiny two hater or anything. Right. Yeah. But um man West was my experience poor. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it was it was bad. Like I actually started to write down a list because there were so many things that i wanted to mention to you yeah and i i have a sticky note that's completely filled with stuff (laughs) written down Yikes! and put this into perspective too this is a company i don't know if you know much about the company but they're doing horribly right now they just had a bunch of layoffs including like the the main uh, music guy and the music for destiny 2 has always been phenomenal upper management got cut like they're doing pretty poorly so they need to Bungie and they need to keep like all the new players that come to them you know that's that's was my thought process going into this so for it to be this bad I was truly just blown away <laughs> Uh to Yikes. put it in perspective I played about five hours which was about how long it took me to get to the main city and that first five hours is all in the same like zone I didn't know if it was kind of like a warframe deal where you kind of hopped into lobbies and stuff but It's more like a zone in World of Warcraft that is its own little server or whatever. And you kind of just walk around there and do quests. But yeah, let's start out with just like my very beginning of playing the game. You know, you you log in. First of all, it's annoying to log in because you have to download like anti-cheat software and there's a whole thing. But I didn't really care about that. When I did log in, I got to the character creator. And... Like, the very first thing you do is create a character, and it asks, it tells you, like, you know, there's three different races. Here's, like, one sentence about them. And then here's, like, three different classes. Here's one sentence about them. And as I was making the character, I thought, well, you know, one sentence, I don't really know much about these classes or characters. But, okay, I picked which one I thought was best. And then as soon as you make the character... It then plays a cutscene that's a lore dump explaining all of the races and the classes. And I'm like, what the hell? Why didn't you do that before I made the character? That would have been (laughs) really good to know. I was like, okay, that's pretty weird. Okay, well, I'm going to keep playing. And I played the game for a while until one of the quests I got stuck on. And I couldn't progress the quest. Now, the quests in Destiny 2 seem to rely heavily on quest markers because the actual like quest objectives don't make any sense. So for example, I had a quest objective that said you will end them. That was the quest objective. Right. right. <laughs> and I killed everybody in my area. There was nobody left. I was all alone and the quest didn't progress and I didn't know what the hell I was supposed to do next. It turned out to be a location based trigger to take me to the next part of the quest which how would I know with just an objective that just says you will end them. And I guess the quest marker to maybe take me there didn't load or something. I had a lot of Ooh. problems with quest markers not loading, but I was playing, um going through a quest. I was probably maybe two hours into the game and the game crashes, right? <laughs> a hard crash. I tried to log back in servers are full and there's no queue. There's just, Try again some other time. That's that was what I was told. (laughs) I was like, okay, I guess I'm done playing today. You know, like, I don't know. (laughs) Like, why isn't there a queue? And also, how can the servers be full when the game's suffering horribly right now? (laughs) From what I've been told. I don't know. But that happened. And then I logged back in. And I kid you not, Wes, there was only like 10 quests that I did. And three of the quests bugged out on me to the point I had to restart the quest in the middle of them. And some of the quests are like 10, 15 minutes long. And all three quests, when they bugged out, had Reddit posts regarding that specific bug. And I was like, come on. Like, (laughs) this is in the first, like, couple hours of the game. And I had to restart the quest three times. It was not good. (laughs) Yeah. A couple of the other things I found, those were like the biggest things, obviously. But a couple of the smaller things, I found objects going through walls. There was no collision. (laughs) I want to know your opinion on this, Wes. I personally am not a fan of the gear score looting system. Yeah. yeah. This is opinion. I'm not, this isn't, you know, I'm sure people do like it, but to me, like, let's say I'm feeling very shotgun friendly today and I want to play with a shotgun. Well, if you pick up a weapon and it's not, it's got a high gear score, but it's not a shotgun. It's like, you're stupid not to use it, but you're forced into playing with weapons that you don't want to play with. I don't know. Yeah. I, I didn't like that
1: when I played it, and I had a very different experience because I played it a couple years ago, and I know they did, I want to say two years ago, like, changed the whole new player experience, a bunch of content that had been in the game for years, they, like, got rid of and stuff, and they changed a bunch of stuff up. So it's probably different significantly from the last time I played Destiny. Mm -hmm. But when I played it, I was finding guns fast enough that I could usually find, like, a revolver if I wanted to use revolvers. But I know what you mean. Sometimes you do have to give up the gun that you like just because to get through this mission, you got to use the assault rifle that has a good gear score. Yeah. And I do kind of, I don't know, like gear score kind of bums me out when it's just like replacing a weapon that I thought was really cool and not being able to upgrade it and then getting like a more boring one to me that's way more damage, you know? Mm -hmm. So I agree that it has its benefits for sure, but I generally don't like that kind of system either.
0: Yep. A couple of the other things I noticed. I found the map system to be very annoying to use. Basically there's no mini map in the game. And as I was mentioning, quest markers were bugged out on me. So I found myself bringing up the full map all the time. And it would be one of these deals where I kind of walk forward for a minute and -hmm. then I have to bring up the full screen map, which the game doesn't pause. So, you know, you don't want to be looking in the menus a lot. But you bring up the full screen map, and you're like, "Okay, that's where I'm at," and then I walk for another minute and then I pull up the map again. I don't I just feel like a mini map is just better. <laughs> I don't know why there's no mini map in the game. They have kind of one of those Skyrim compass kind of deals, but I didn't find it very helpful at all. Things are underground, things are on top of mountains. I found the navigation pretty pretty poor. Something else I noticed is that like everything's voice acted and not, and the voice acting is killer good, like super good, but the models don't respond to the voice acting at all. Like, so at the end of one of the quests, like a guy on our teams, our squad died and the squad leader is like kind of given this very sad eulogy. And then the NPC you're looking at is like smiling. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, What is happening? <laughs> like they don't, the facial animations do not match the level of voice acting in the game <laughs> at all. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and, you know, Dark Souls games are like that, but I forgive Dark Souls games, you know, because it's not like this storytelling RPG kind yeah. of thing, you know?
0: <laughs> True. I found walking around the map to be annoying because they would kind of like, it'd be one of those deals where it's like, you know, you start on one side of the map, the quest takes you all the way to the other side of the map, and then you have to walk all the way back to, like, town again to grab the new quest, and then you walk all the way. Yeah, it was a yeah. lot of walking around, and I felt like they could have just teleported me to town when the quest was over because that there wasn't really any side quests there was at least in this first couple of hours right it was pretty much just the story quest and then there was one like dream you're in a dream kind of quest and I didn't know what the hell was going on there but <laughs> okay but yeah I don't know it just felt like a lot of walking the very yeah. first quest of the game by the way kill 20 monsters <laughs> what a great quest <laughs> <laughs> brings me back to my World of Warcraft days. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I didn't understand this one. I guess this is a controller thing, but every interactable in the game is hold down a button for one second.
1: Why is that? There are so many games like that now, so I won't put the blame just on Destiny because I've been playing Mass Effect Andromeda recently. And games that are like dual release console and computer usually have that in there because like, I guess it's a lot easier to accidentally click a button on a controller and like accidentally confirm something. It drives me nuts. (laughs) I wish there was just like, I'm using a mouse and keyboard. Don't make me hold the button, you know?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Like, I don't mind it in some stuff, but like, it was all the time. It's constant. Like opening up a door, hold the button down. Like, just let me through. Like you could have the door open by itself, you know? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Just some small things. But I mean, the main problems were it crashed. I couldn't play the game. Three quests bugged out and I had to restart them within five hours of gameplay. (laughs) Yeah, that's rough,
1: man. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I had a good time with it, but that was years ago. So I'm not like a uh, Mm -hmm. huge champion of destiny or anything. It amazes me that a lot of people, or it seems like a decent number of people still play it, but maybe that's uh, just the streamers and it's actually pretty quiet now
0: (laughs) i don't know but um i mean i will say like the gunplay was good yeah i thought the enemy variety was bad like there's three races kind of like warframe i guess yeah but i felt they all looked identical like it was hard for me to tell them apart for whatever reason i don't know but the game looks great you know i had some ui issues like something else i wrote down was that there was a uh A quest which was a tutorial about the ui and it would open up the ui and cover the buttons that you needed to hit to progress the tutorial (laughs) and i had to like close out of the tutorial text to get to the buttons it was just very like why is that not fixed (laughs) Strange. i don't know but yeah interesting i don't want to say like i hated it but it was a pain to play honestly because there were so many things that just i had to like go to reddit to figure out what was going on or i don't know yeah um
1: you have to really love a game to go through that length to continue playing yeah
0: and like when the quest bugged out you think it's your fault for a while you know you don't understand that it bugged out like there was one thing where it was like open up three caches and there was no quest markers so i'm just like are they here like (laughs) running all around like different parts of the map trying to find stuff and even if I found them, I wouldn't have been able to open them. So it was just a mess. <laughs> but yeah, that's right. my destiny to uh, play through. <laughs> and I don't think I'm going to go back. I'm yeah. sorry. Well, it'll be in
1: your Steam library forever. But uh, True. <laughs> at least now you know that you've played it.
0: <laughs> True. All right. Well, what have you been playing, Wes? Uh, well, hopefully it's something a little bit better.
1: Yes, it is something better. It's something very exciting and very timely for you know, talk about our best games of the year and all that. I finally beat over winter break Baldur's Gate three. So it has been an adventure. Oh, yeah. I looked at my time played on my main save file, and I tried to do like everything, all the side quests, all the content I could find, and it mm-hmm. was one hundred and ten hours <laughs> for my playthrough. <laughs>
0: Pretty good. Yeah,
1: yeah. And like, I don't know. I kind of around sometime but towards the end I was moving through it so there's a lot to this game obviously (laughs) and one of the best things I can say about it is that as soon as I completed my first game I was so excited for all the like options that I saw for stuff I could do in a new playthrough that I immediately started a new playthrough (laughs) oh man nice I haven't gotten that far through it you know I'm gonna play this one a lot slower
0: you you should wait you should wait I'll play it with you we'll do a co-op Oh, yeah. Well, I'll do both, man. I've got like
1: two co op playthroughs and one single player playthrough going right now. I'll absolutely (laughs) do a co op with you as well. Cause there's, I'm not going to run out of options for classes to try, you know? Yeah. (laughs) That's one of the beautiful things about the game. There's just so many options and seeing this like Dungeons and Dragons world come to life. Super fun. There is one negative thing that I've seen other people saying online that I do kind of want to flag. The ending had a bit of like the Mass Effect 3, I've made all these decisions, but now there's only these four decisions that actually matter kind of thing, you know? Ah, okay. And I don't think it's as big of an issue because some of the character choices I was making were more for like RPing, role-playing my character. So I could still say it's part of my character, even if that decision that didn't have a huge impact at the end of the game. But I did pick one decision that felt like the, I don't know, like super good guy decision. And I saved right before I did it, played through to the ending, absolutely hated the ending I got. (laughs) (laughs) So I, I replayed it with the decision that I was like, this is my second choice decision. And I think I like this decision as well. And I really liked how that ending turned out. Okay. So it was still overall really good. The ending didn't ruin it for me at all. And the ending is still good but it's just a little weird when it's like it might only be the one specific way of playing that I chose and I have to be very purposefully vague but it just felt like it didn't have as much of an impact as I wanted but so many of the other decisions in the game do have huge impacts and I'm so glad that I didn't finish the game until they added the epilogue sequence that's now in the game where you get to go to camp after beating the whole campaign and talk to everyone and see what they've been up to over like the past month so that was really fun getting to chat with all the characters and see like the impacts of all the decisions that you made and yeah there's just so many different ways that i could see all these decisions going that i'm very excited to play through it multiple times
0: (laughs) cool nice well that's i mean one achievement 110 hours yes pretty impressive it's a lot
1: yeah and I don't want to think about how quickly I did it, but not as quickly as some. So I'll be happy with that, at least.
0: (laughs) I'm struggling to think of a single-player game that I've played that long for one save file.
1: Yeah, the only other one I could think of is when I played Elden Ring. I think I got 110 or 120 hours out of it because there's just so much to explore in that game. But, you know, most games I'm happy with 40 to 60 yeah. hours depending on the game or even like a really good single player campaign 20 hours you know but yeah it's this kind of game such a huge sandbox i am was happy to get that much out of it for sure
0: <laughs> and i feel like something like if i think about like skyrim like i maybe i've played that game 110 hours but i've never been able to finish a campaign because it just feels overwhelming at times yes yeah so for you to make it to the end that's pretty impressive
1: thank you Yes, I definitely had to power through it, but it was enjoyable the whole way. So highly recommend, cool. of course, obviously, it's going to yeah. be everyone's game of the year, but uh, <laughs> it's a great one.
0: All right, cool. All right, well, with that being said, Wes, why don't you want to take a look at our Steam year in review before we get yes. to our favorite game of the year? Yeah,
1: absolutely. So yeah, there's, I mean, a couple different categories here that are fun to talk about. Uh, one of the first ones, you know, just a little bit of, let's see who played the most games. I played mm-hmm. 33 games this year. How made you play?
0: Okay, well, I played 34 games. Get out of here. <laughs> Come
1: on, if you count the ones I play that aren't on Steam, I'm sure I've got you beat. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've played quite a few non-Steam games, but yeah, I mean, I haven't played any games on console and you've played a lot of Switch games and true. Uh, other things. So yeah, that's Who probably knows? true. Um, <laughs> what about your... Percent played keyboard and mouse versus controller. That's kind of interesting stat, I think. Yeah, yeah. For me, I mean it
1: definitely depends on the type of the game. I think last year was a lot different because Elden Ring came out. True. (laughs) But this year I was eighty four percent keyboard and mouse, sixteen percent controller. So
0: Okay, I was sixty-seven percent keyboard and mouse and thirty-three percent controller. Wow, that's interesting. I wonder what games had you playing controller that much. Well, I'll tell you one of them because they were one of my like uh, the Steam lists like your most played games of the year. Yep. Yeah. Uh Dark Souls remastered his oh. own there. Well that makes sense. Yep. <laughs> I also played Yakuza with a controller. Because okay. I yeah. remember when you launched the game, it says real Yakuza play with a controller. <laughs> so I did that. And that was one uh also one of my top three. And then the other of my top three is actually Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, which I Almost forgot that I played this year.
1: (laughs) You know, me too. Yeah, that's right. We both did our full playthrough of Knights of the Old Republic this year. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, so mine, uh, number one, isn't going to surprise anyone. Baldur's Gate 3 was uh, 28% of my playtime. And then, amazingly, Horizon Zero Dawn was second for playtime.
0: Literally only
1: played that in January because I remember talking about it (laughs) last year. And how good it is. And I completed my playthrough in January, but I still played so many hours of it (laughs) that it's on the list. And then my third uh, most played game was the Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Nice. Yes, yeah. Lots of
0: good stuff there. Well, this next fact is hard for me to believe. Um, What was your longest streak in terms of you played games uh, for a certain number of days in a row? So mine is 19 days. Uh, oh, my God. You're going to love mine, Wes. Oh, yeah? Yeah. How many? My longest streak? 20 days. <laughs> <laughs> Just every turn, you're one-upping me. <laughs> and
1: the know, yeah. Steam
0: median is five. So I I don't yeah. even believe I played the games for 20 days straight. That seems unbelievable. <laughs> that's a lot. But I guess yeah. I did.
1: I mean, I feel like I do kind of play games every day, though. So I
0: guess that's
1: that adds <laughs> up, you know?
0: <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. All right. What about... um? Like the percentage of games um, that you played this year in terms of when they came out. So for me, I didn't play any games that came out in 2023. Zero percent.
1: That's so funny. and also makes sense because I know you're going through your backlog, you know, but.
0: (laughs) Yeah. 80% are games that are released in the last one to seven years. And then 21% were classic games. That's funny. Eight or more years ago. I
1: also have 21% classic games eight or more years ago. Uh, maybe that's both of us playing a lot of Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, but then I actually have 20% games that were new releases. Well, which one was that? So Baldur's Gate 3, I'm sure, mm-hmm. is a lot of the playtime there because it's 20% of my playtime and I've played so much of that. <laughs> um, but also Hi Fi Rush that I played a lot uh, of. Oh, yeah. Uh, new release and Lethal Company and a couple other small things around the, along the way. And what about genres? I have some interesting ones that make sense, and I'm sure you have some very similar ones.
0: Well, I have some weird ones, but yeah, go ahead.
1: <laughs> My biggest are dark fantasy and tactical RPG, which when you think that I played Divinity Original Sin too, so that I could play Baldur's Gate, <laughs> that's <laughs> yep. both of those right there. And then a huge spike in farming sim, which I didn't think I'd played really? that much Coral Island and Stardew, but I must have found time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay how about you so my biggest spikes are in superhero which i'm guessing is from sunset overdrive that's the only thing i can think of yeah yeah and then souls like which is obvious you know dark souls right and then the other ones i have listed are tower defense uh which i didn't one of the games that's on my backlog to talk to you about is a really good tower defense but i think i played a couple to this year uh, dungeon crawler beat em up and replay value are the other ones <laughs> that's a strange
1: genre i feel like that means they couldn't think of anything else to call it
0: <laughs> yeah it's like it's old i guess so right <laughs> well that's
1: awesome right. yeah
0: what else should we look at what about your play time by month west because i have some weird stuff apparently i played like zero less than one percent of the games i played this year were in june i don't even know what i was doing in june
1: we both must have been really busy because that's five percent of my play time. Although you know what, that's when I do family vacations. So
0: <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I was only on vacation for a week. Like, I, yeah. I feel like that's really low. And July is very low as well. It was only two percent. I must have been playing something not on Steam that those months. <laughs> I have to.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, and then I have a couple spikes in like August and November. But uh, yeah, it's interesting oh, yeah? how it gets broken out, and it's funny to see. Scrolling through all my games, I realized all the ones that I beat this year, which is a lot more than I feel like I've previously completed. So I'm just going to toot my own horn and talk about everything I completed. Oh, man. Obviously did Hi-Fi Rush, which was a fantastic game. I only played it for like 20 hours, so I don't talk about it much, but it was so fun. Mm-hmm. Darkest Dungeon, because I was getting ready for Darkest Dungeon 2, Horizon Zero Dawn, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, Fallout 4. Mass Effect Legendary Edition, Divinity Original Sin 2, Baldur's Gate 3, and Lunacid, the dungeon crawler that I got recently. So a lot that oh, have been on the list for a while. So Knights of the Old Republic, Fallout 4, and uh, Original Sin 2 especially.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think for me, it was just Knights of the Old Republic, Yakuza Kiwami, Dark Souls ones that overdrive i think those yeah, yeah. are the ones that i've beaten the, uh, i did beat a couple others but i don't want to i haven't talked sure. about on the podcast so yeah that. yeah
1: but still respectful you some know big ones i guess going yeah. through that backlog getting there and so much great stuff to uh talk about and so much great stuff that we played so i mean do you want to reveal what our best game our favorite game of the year is
0: i feel like you got a guess first west what do you think mine is
1: <laughs> yours is very tough. I can tell you. Which, I know I
0: played a lot of I played a lot of big games.
1: I can tell you which two it's between. I think it's between Dark Souls Remastered and Inmost. And. I feel like it's probably Inmost for you.
0: I am going to blow your mind with. Oh yeah. Neither. I don't. Neither. <laughs> okay. Um, Hit me with it. Because both of those games were amazing. Obviously they're 10 out of 10 games. Easy. But I played another 10 out of 10 game this year and it wasn't like this, this one that I'm going to reveal. It's not that the mechanics were the best or, um, you know, it made me feel emotions. It was just straight up fun. And it was just, I wanted to play it because it was fun. And the more I played it, the more fun I had. And it never didn't get fun. And I just, it was the most fun thing. And that's what games are supposed to be. Right. Yeah. And that's Sunset Overdrive. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Which I gifted you, so you have to play it now. Oh, yeah, I do. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but I don't know. There is something about that game. If I, if I could play that game more right now, I would. But I literally 100% of the game and the expansion packs. Like, <laughs> there's yeah. nothing else I can do. But um, if there was more content, I would just immediately play it again. Uh, cause it was just, it's just super fun. Like, I don't know. And I think when you play it West, get, try to give it like a couple hours because yeah, sure. when you unlock the, uh, midair dash, that's when it really opened up for me. I just felt like I was flying around the city and, um, just skating, like doing like skateboard moves on the rails and, and the high wires and stuff and shooting aliens in the face and, uh, all the characters are way over the top but they know what they are and they lean into it. It's just, right. I had moments where I literally laughed out loud playing that game <laughs> and, um, it was just the most fun game. Yeah. So that's my favorite. Yeah. it nice. kind of surprised me too, but of all the games, like if I could replay them and have that first experience again, that's the one I would do Because dark souls is super fun, but it is frustrating at times. And, uh, While I loved In Most, it is only four hours long and I got a lot more uh, enjoyment out of Sunset Overdrive. So, man, that is a, I think all three are great, obviously.
1: Fantastic recommendation. You know, I'm definitely going to have to play that. And it makes me all the more excited for when you eventually play Hi Fi Rush, different kind of game, but stylistically and like feel. I feel like they're so similar. So I think you're going to have a fun time with that as long as you don't find out that something with the rhythm is like off and your musical mind doesn't like it.
0: <laughs> yeah. But not, I don't yeah. know. I feel like for Sunset Overdrive, it kind of reminded me of the Spider-Man games where just getting from point A to point B was the most fun part of the game. Right. Yeah. Like you, you don't, you never want to fast travel. Like it's just more fun just to run along the lines and shoot stuff on the way. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And just just kind of that that traversing of the city is so awesome. So, I think it's probably more more closely related to like a Spider Man game or something in that way. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I mean, if it's got
1: that's also giving me Jet Set Radio vibes, which I love. So, yeah, I'll have to check it out for
0: sure. I have not I need to play that game too. Put it on the list. <laughs> All right, but what about you, Wes? I think it's going to be Baldur's Gate three, but <laughs> I, I, I could bury
1: the lead and pretend like it isn't, but. you know when i saw horizon zero dawn on the list i was like i do love that game so much but i forgot that i played it this year (laughs) and i think i might have like put it my honorable mentions for last year so fantastic game but i think i'd be silly not to pick Baldur's gate three i'm not going to talk everyone's ear off about it more because i think everyone knows how good of a game it is and uh the people are right when they're saying it's fantastic so i will shout out A couple of my other favorite like new releases that I played and maybe I didn't play for that long, but they were just so good. And mainly that's Hi-Fi Rush, which I've talked about a lot. It's just so fun. And Lunacid, which is the sort of retro like PlayStation style graphics first person dungeon crawler. I think I got like 15 hours out of that, but it was so fun. One of my favorite things about it is that some weapons that you find in the game uh and you know it's all scripted it's not like a randomly generated kind of thing it's all predetermined but some of the weapons you pick up have an experience bar and they level up based on like when they get a certain amount of kills and experience and i just love that kind of system like because i didn't know what each weapon would turn into and sometimes it would suck but sometimes it would turn from a broken sword handle that did craft damage to like a magical lightsaber you know so Mm -hmm. (laughs) that system was so fun and it's just uh it was very imaginative and had like cool characters and fun style. So yeah, there's so many good games this year, but
0: Baldur's Gate definitely reigns supreme for me. All right. Should we do a worse game or no?
1: I, if you have one ready, go for it. I got to think of what mine would be. <laughs> no, I have to think of it too. I mean, it's, you just went off for 10 minutes uh, about Destiny. That could be on there. <laughs> I
0: know. Actually, there's a game I haven't talked to you about yet that is probably the worst game of the year for me.
1: So maybe we'll wait to reveal that later, because I don't know if I have one either. And, you know, let's keep it optimistic. It's a new year. We've played some (laughs) great games in 2023, and I'm sure we're going to be playing even more fantastic games in uh, 2024. And oh yeah, I mean, one of those things that we're super excited about getting back to our timeline of video game history is a huge game we're going to be covering next week, Galaga. I mean... I am so Maybe excited Maybe you've for heard this. of it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, this is my close like touchstone to retro games that I actually played as a kid. I still played it on the N64, but Galaga was one of my favorite games on the N64. Uh, so super excited. And I'm sure you are as well, Ben.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. And that's coming out next episode. So hope you guys are ready. As I mentioned, we had a little bit of a break cause I got COVID, but We are back and we are ready to finish out 1981. And yeah, there's still a lot of great stuff to come. So I hope you guys are ready. I hope you're ready, Wes. And um, until then, I think we'll see you in the next one.
1: See you all next time.